Now, you may not believe this, but the career path of every successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so let's talk about it today on Your Way to Work. Hello, listeners, and welcome to On Your Way to Work. I am Christian Witted, and I am here in studio with author and speaker Rick Witted. But before we get started with today's show, Rick, I know that you had some comments that you wanted to share. Yeah, Christian. Um, at the time of this recording, uh, the Parkland, Florida school shooting is occurring. And uh, we just, as a team here at On Your Way to Work, really wanted to pay our respects. Our thoughts and our prayers are with the families, the children, uh, most importantly, the children, and um, all of those that are affected uh, by this cruel, cruel, very cruel um, event and incident. Uh, And, you know, it really ties in well with what today's show is about. And it's really about, you know, what matters most. Uh, It's interesting. I'm actually going to be doing a speaking uh, on Monday coming up at one of the local corporations. And what they wanted to talk about more than anything was how do you balance it all? Work tends to be so overwhelming and we're so addicted to the Blackberry or the the phone. We're always checking our message. Email, the emails. Yeah. And at times it just seems so overwhelming. And then something like uh, this happens and we, we are stopped in our tracks and we realize what matters most, what's most important. Uh, and I think in the context of work, uh, work can be so intrusive that sometimes it takes these types of things to make us go, oh, wait, wait a minute wait a minute, why am I stressing out all the time? This isn't important. Right. And, I mean, it has its place, but um, it has its place in context. Unfortunately, work can tend to go way beyond its borders all the time and put us in go mode. So, Rick, we talk about this a lot on the show uh, in terms of work-life balance, but why is work just so pervasive? Why, why does it actually take, um, unfortunately, a lot of the times, something big to shake us up and make us realize how pervasive work really is? Yeah, right. I talk about this in the, the book, Outgrow Your Space at Work. Uh, so work is pervasive because we spend more of our awake time at work than we do anywhere else. Uh, if you look at the statistics out there with the Bureau of Labor of Statistics, what you find is we spend more awake time at work or doing work-related activities than anything else. Some almost nine hours versus the next closest thing is sleep at, at seven hours, right? And I wish I could get seven hours. Oh, man. A, you uh, yes, it is. So, you know, when you, you look at it that way, my theory is very simple. Because we spend so much time doing life on the stage called work, we end up using work, that thing, work, to measure life. And so oftentimes our career is about, 
you know, am I moving forward in life? Am I progressing in life? And the biggest example of that tends to be work. Now, combine that with work also pays the bills, keeps the lights on, puts food in the fridge, gases up the car, and covers the kids' education and expenses. I mean, you just took something that's already pervasive and you put gasoline fire of just importance on it. That alone can be breathtakingly overwhelming. And so how, I mean, to your point, with such importance on work and its natural pervasiveness, I guess we could say, in this case, how do we get to what really matters? Because work matters, but how do we balance the importance of work with the other parts of our lives that are also important to us mm-hmm. for different reasons? Well, I think one, first thing you have to know, you are not four persons. You're one person, right? And what we tend to do is chop up these sections of our lives. I'm the work Rick. I'm the dad Rick. I'm the husband Rick. I'm the the friend Rick. I'm the volunteer Rick. I'm the board member Rick. We tend to chop up our lives in these segments. Well, first of all, you just took and made your life into these balls that you now juggle. And the reality is you're all of those in one. You're all of those people in one. And that's important because um, I talked about this on, I think the show was Balance Begins with a Q earlier, right? We tend to want to um, measure everything, right? So are we? am I successful at this? Well, how much energy am I putting into dad Rick versus work Rick versus husband Rick right. uh, versus volunteer Rick? You can't calculate it that way. And so for me, the way that I um, kind of keep it all in perspective is to just know I don't have to do all things equally, but I have to do all things intentionally. Right. How good I am at any of the hats I wear as a person isn't dependent upon how much time and energy I give it. It's dependent upon how intentional am I when I'm in it, right? I mean, it's said another way, it's not, it's not time in, it is um, quality given to that particular thing. And so for me, that tends to keep me from feeling like a failure of a father because I tend to work often 12 to 14 hours, including commuting, right? Within a week, I'm going to do that a couple of times. Or when I have to fl- a week of heavy flying, that literally can easily, with flight time and travel, turn into a 60-hour week. Easy for me. So I'm going to lose my mind, you know, and think I suck uh, times three as a father if I don't have the ability to understand that it is not all of my time that they need, but it is all of me that they need. And that's not the same thing. Exactly. And to put it in perspective, as we have said, a lot of times you are working for that family or you are working for in someone else's specific case, it might be their significant other or their kids or whatever it is. 
Um, it doesn't devalue the work necessarily, but that work doesn't devalue the time you spend. Yeah. Yes. Just because you spend a lot of time at work doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you are um, a bad friend or a bad parent or whatever. It is just you have to keep in perspective the balance between them. You know, a, a few years ago, um, when you were, gosh, what, maybe 16 or something, we were recording one of the early episodes. Wow, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. You were trying to describe for me um, kind of how work impacted you as a kid. That may have been the name of the show, How Work Affects Our, our Children. And yeah. your answer to me, I don't know if you remember what your I remember. your answer was, um, uh, and maybe you can articulate on it, but you'd said something to the effect of, um, I didn't know what work was as a kid, but I do know that it was a big deal. Yes. If I remember correctly, um, and it, my original point um, in that earlier episode was basically to the effect that as a kid, you don't necessarily know what this work thing is that your parents do, um, but you come to understand pretty quickly that it's sort of the bedrock of their life and your life. Mm -hmm. um, and it can take up a lot of their time and a lot of their focus. And so, you know, as a kid, you might want to, you know, hey, dad, can you go play ball or can we go take out the, when, the PlayStation 1? I, I guess we're dating ourselves a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, but anything to that effect of, do you have time to spend with me right now? Um, and if the answer was no, because of work, you learned as a kid really quickly that, man, this work thing is important, really important. Yeah. Um, and it, you kind of feel, um, maybe guilty isn't the right word, but you have a sort of respect of it. Yeah, I think guilt may be right. Maybe. Um, uh, I mean, th the words you said to me was, I didn't quite know what work was, but I knew it was an important deal, and I knew you were doing it for me, and so I kind of felt guilty intruding on work. Um, and then you made a statement that really made me way more intentional than I ever have been as a uh, as a person a member of a workplace and a member of a family. You said, I didn't know what work was, but I knew it was a big deal. And I knew you were doing the work for me. Right. So I felt guilty bothering or intruding on the work. And it seemed like the thing that you said you were doing for me was more important than me. Mm. And that fundamentally changed how I look at this thing called work. It really did. Um, that day forward, um, I, I, I promised myself that I would be intentional. Um, and although I may literally in a, a seven-day week have one full day or one half, half day. Half of a half. <laughs> or a quarter of a day in some weeks with my family, I am going to be all in for whatever time period that is. And so I think you will not you will not easily walk away from the overwhelm of a work schedule. It can be overwhelming. But I can tell you this, the only way for it not to completely pervade every aspect of your life 
is to be intentional. And, you know, it takes stuff like, you know, the Parkland, Florida incident here to be reminded. I heard uh, one of the fathers on the news say, you know, we're usually always running in the morning. And I heard my, you know, usually my, you know, I can't remember if I said to my daughter, see you later. And he just started crying. He said, I can't remember if I said it to her. And she's gone. Yeah. He said, I can't remember if I said it to her. And um, I refuse. I refuse for that to be my scenario. And so, you know, the things um, my wife and I will do to be intentional matters a lot. I will watch her every night. Each of the kids from when they were little to now they're all grown or, or half grown, come into that room, she hugs them, and she prays for each one of them every night. And it's like it's so programmed now, everybody just walks in on, on remote control. <laughs> Half asleep. <walking laughs> yeah. But, like, I can't go to bed. I didn't get my blessing right. from my, 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 my godmother blessing or something. Right. And so um, and so for me in the morning, just saying goodbye, making sure I say goodbye before I – it's so easy for me to just walk out of the door because often I'm up and gone early no. before most folks are stirring. And um, for me to just say, hey, guys, I'm gone – you know, or for me to come up to the rooms just to, you know, make sure you're up or, you know, just say, see you later. That's, that's important. And that's in, that's being intentional. And so I think the, the way you uh, overcome the overwhelm of work is one, all things are not equal. Be all in when you're there. And second, you're going to have to be intentional and you're going to have to do it on purpose. Uh, and that means sometimes put the doggone email away. Put the phone down. Let it go. You don't answer that tonight. And how much of your world is that going to affect 20 years from now? That's the question. If you get to the end of the day and you didn't put it away, and you didn't say goodnight, or you didn't say see you later, or you didn't say I love you, what does that affect? You will live with that 20 years from now. I, I've been in the workplace 25, 20-plus 20 years now. I don't remember anything about 25 years ago. I barely remember my emails yeah. from three days ago. I don't, yes. I don't re remember much from 15 years ago. I mean, I remember highlights and I remember down moments, but I don't, I can't say that I remember great details that matter or move me today. But I remember when every one of my kids were born. I remember when one of my children were very sick. I remember it. It moves me to this day. And I'm going to tell you, listeners, you either live like that on purpose or you won't live like that at all. It takes a conscious effort. And while I, I listen, I know this is a work show and a career show, but how successful of a career are you if you end it and you didn't affect positively the lives of those closest to us? I think the one thing I'll end on, I know we're coming up at the end of the, the show here, 
But we have the tendency to treat strangers more politely, kindly, and nicer than we treat the people we love. Uh, I thank God for a, um, a very strong wife who has no problems with telling me when my stuff stinks uh, and telling me that succinctly. Um, it really helps me. And, and I, will, I will tell you this, um, she has often reminded me that um, the first place we ought to show manners is at home. And work will make you feel justified with ignoring that. Because work will make you feel tired. And because you're tired working and work is so important and work is covering so much stuff, you're justified. And work will make you come home and just really not have many more words to say because you've used them all up and everybody there has driven you mads and nuts. And so you feel justified that you don't really talk and you can just be silent or retreat. Uh, and work can make you feel like you have the right to be short because it's just been a really tough day and you've spent the whole day babysitting other people's roles that they should have been doing. Or if you're a manager, you're you're herding cats all day and blah, 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 blah. And so I can come home and I can be short because you have no idea how tough this day has been. And then what's interesting, if you take this test of being home in that very same mode, that you're giving your family and a stranger or an important stranger comes into your house. Knocks on the door. Yeah. Instantly your attitude and your tone changes. Something is completely wrong with that. And you need to stop blaming work or trying to use work as a badge pass for being like that. You know, that's just something I have learned through the years. And so how do you do it? Intentionality. You have to be intentional. How do you do it? You have to do it on purpose. You have to be fully there. You don't have to always be there. You just have to be fully there. Best example. Yeah. And the best example of that is think about some of us have really, really close friends that we don't see a lot. We may not see them for years. But when we see that friend and we start talking to him, it's nothing like nothing. Right. It's like we literally picked up from 10 minutes ago. Why? Because you're there. You're fully there with them and you're fully there on purpose. And though you may not have spent 20 hours together or in, over the last 20 years, you may have only seen each other in the last 10 years. But when you get together, time stops and you can get lost in an hour or two of just talking. It's not because the content is all great. Sometimes it is. It's just because you're fully there in the moment. And if there's anything I can say to you that will help you overcome the overwhelm of work, it is to be fully there and be intentional and work is never an excuse to ignore, be short, uh, or in any way be disrespectful to the people who love you the most. The people that, by the way, if you got very ill and got laid off or and you were on your deathbed, those would be the only people that are there. Not your boss. Not your boss. Not your, boss. Not your co-worker. Your it's your family. That's right. 
And so those people that matter to you most listeners, I'm just telling you, you got to stop using work as an excuse for living a professional life with blinders on. You are not two different people. You're a one person. And you've got to figure out how work and personal life mingle together because it was intended to. So be conscious and be intentional. That's right. Rick, thank you for sharing with us today. And before we end the show today, I want to reiterate that the prayers and the hopes of the On Your Way to Work team is with the victims and all those affected at the Parkland shooting. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Visit rickwitted.com for additional episodes and for booking information. Are your career decisions value-based or emotionally motivated? Visit www.careerwit.com to find out. You've been listening to On Your Way to Work.